Coming out of a mixed orientation marriage, welcome to the Priceless Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Priceless Podcast. As I said in the beginning, uh, with me, two guests that you might remember from previous podcasts. It's Carol Shepard from Scotland and Arno Steen Andreasen from uh, Denmark. We're going to have a conversation together about our can I say joint experience or similar experience uh, with being uh, or having been in a mixed orientation marriage and coming out of a mixed orientation marriage? My name's Carol Shepherd. Um, I'm from Scotland in the United Kingdom. I was married to a man for 24 years and I have three older children. Um, I forgot to say that I'm 50. Um, I probably forgot that on purpose. <laughs> um, I uh, identify as bisexual. Well, my name is Arno. I live in Copenhagen. I'm 56 years old. I was married to a woman for 30 years and I have two adult children. And I identify as gay. And my name is Mikhail Sechen, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm 43 years old, uh, soon 44, and I have two children. I was married to a woman for 12 years. I'm gay. If some of the people watched my interview, I was very pious, and I was hoping that I was actually bisexual and that I could make a marriage with a woman work. I think that I entered this whole marriage, uh, mixed orientation marriage, with quite naive. I was still in this whole yeah, Christian mindset of it's possible to change and pray the gay away or yeah or just hope that it won't be that strong and that I will manage to live I had actually met my husband at the age of 19 and uh was together with him for a few weeks and then uh left him because of my same sex feelings I felt it wasn't the right thing to do and then he came back into my life about five years later and um, we did get together and at that point I was very involved in a um, vineyard fellowship which is fairly fundamentalist and I was told by people you know he's the right one for you so married at 25 as a virgin and then got a bit of a shock to be honest with you um, so but my my husband knew all along about these feelings I I was always very honest with him and there was an element of experiment well I come from a non-christian background so so I did have some uh, sexual experiences before marriage uh, and that was with a man um, so from a very young age I did have some experiences with a man but uh, because of my age, it also means that my teenage years was the AIDS crisis. So I felt very much it was a curse upon my life. So I thought, well, gay means AIDS means die young. I did never expect it to be more than 25 years old. 
So when I become a Christian, when I'm 17, I'm very much again think I want to get rid of this. So the whole thing of pray the gay away was very much again uh, in my mind mindset as well. And that's what I believe that that this curse will be lifted uh, from my life so I could live. To make it work, I think we did do a really good, uh, we did very, very well for those 30 years. Um, and we did, we loved each other. We, we, we love our kids uh, and we wanted to make it work. And, but of course, also for me, it became a lot of therapy, a lot of deliverance, a lot of uh, accountability partners, uh, anything else to try to change this thing in me. And the whole thing of if you, if you wanted enough, God, enough, God will change it. But at some point, my body started to break down. And then I had to start to look at what is it I'm doing. The, the prescriptions for antidepressants were going up year on year. Um, and I was just exhausted from... I felt very suffocated that a whole large part of me when your GP tells you to get out of a marriage, you start taking it more seriously than... <laughs> sounds awful, but more seriously than religious people telling you that. With coming to the point of me personally where I was really considering uh, to, of taking my life throughout my marriage uh, me and my ex-wife we were very good friends it took me four years to do it because he was my best friend and we were friends for a long time I really really miss him um, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's because he's a male. I just think we always had a brilliant, could talk our way out of a paper bag. You know, we we could talk out about anything. But I know I did the right thing. You can't sell your soul out like that. And you can't lock someone else into a relationship that you know is inauthentic. So there's also for me the whole thing of... of how do you role model both for your own children for the, the church movement I was leading uh, beside also how am I going to be fair to my to my spouse because again there's no doubt that we are incredibly good friends but also emotionally I was con consistently attracted to to men and not to women for me just like I've heard quite a few other people have described it that even though none of us really want divorce for many have almost felt it like a salvation experience you suddenly feel freer, liberated, can be more yourself, get colour to your life. I'm also sad about it, but I'm also experiencing the liberation and the freedom and the emancipation and the love of God in a way that I didn't before. If God wanted marriage and if God wanted this way, why would he not do anything for after 30 years of marriage? When I finally relaxed... I actually started to have all these different illnesses and my body started just, um, uh, yeah, it was very weak. Uh, I was so sick, ended up in hospital several times. After 29 years of marriage, I was uh, revising my first book. I was away for three weeks in a place that didn't, where nobody spoke English or Danish. So it's been like a hermit for three weeks. And in the middle of that period, I just felt God was saying to me, I'm not going to heal you because you're not broken. You've been faithful to your family and to your church. I went back and started to really read up on theology and some of that again after to try to, to develop discernment. Was it just my, my personality or was it God? Or what was it? And that made it for me a thought. If that is so, if God accepts me as who I am, then I can accept me as well and I shall stop 
kind of distorting the image of God in my life. I knew I had to do something, whether I stayed or went, but I couldn't just swallow it back anymore. I don't think anyone could have tried harder to have made a marriage work. I desperately wanted it to work because of because of the kids and because I loved him and I still love him. Along with my GP, I went to see my brother and he said, oh, the advice I can give you is that if it's not working, it's not working. The quicker you get out of it, the quicker you'll feel better. Just do it. It was about the only really serious conversation we've had and, and I just knew he was right. I've made myself ill, <sighs> very ill. I mean, I was four stone lighter than I am now, which is, I don't know, 25 kilos lighter than I am now. My grandmother's not allowed to know why, so my grandmother to this day thinks I had an affair. You know, I'm scared about all the people that I'll be hurting by getting a divorce and by coming out. And he asked me the question, how are you so sure that you are not hurting them by staying? And this was kind of the right question to ask. I was living the life that was expected of me. I was constantly living in fear of what if someone finds out. That's actually where I communicated to my ex-wife mm -hmm. afterwards that I, I have to do it. I think most people were resigned to the fact that it wasn't going to work, even though they'd been advising me to stay with it. So they, most people then said, OK, you've made a decision. I'll support you. You know, it was enormously hard to explain to my husband. And a friend said to me, you weren't put on this earth to please other people. And that really resonated with, with me as well. I was living my whole life to please my parents, my husband, the vicar. It was all about what other people would say. There were people that I grew up with and who were totally ignoring me. Some people that, you know, I worked with a lot and grew up with uh, were pretending they just walked past me without saying hi or giving me their hand. I had a lot of understanding for all of those people, but I think I took a very poor job of really taking care of myself or we were thrown out of the church within 48 hours uh, by our co-pastors. I still fight sometimes the anger of how people actually treated us. If the church get angry with me, that's okay. As long as they then protect my wife and my children. How do you get rid of that anger of how people have harmed uh, my family? I often stayed quiet. I didn't do so much, but it also meant that actually anger over the years kept on building up in me. I think again, when it comes to myself and my own journey and healing, it has definitely been a longer journey because I've accepted in many ways that people walked all over me and I still have to learn to forgive every day uh, people from, from, for the discrimination that I'm facing.